0: Welcome everybody. My name is Joshua T. Berglund and we are live right now on the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you so much to everyone who has downloaded the Live Mono Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast app on Roku or Amazon Fire. You can also find us by downloading the E360 TV app. If you haven't done so already, uh, you can find our network there. We are broadcast live and on video on demand on Apple TV, Roku and Amazon Fire and of course broadcast on social media. So wherever you're watching from or listening from, thank you so much for your support. Um, We also wanna give a shout out to everyone who has been supporting Grace Unfiltered and Gratitude Unfiltered. Uh, It's been an absolute blast to do, to hear these amazing stories, these powerful, wow, these powerful uh, God stories and what God's done in people's life from all walks of life has been just mesmerizing. We had another recording today Uh, that was just wow. It was awesome. It'll be out uh, tomorrow night, which I know some of you guys watch this uh, video on demand, and some of you could be watching this a year or two later, but uh, we are in 2022 in February, the day after Valentine's Day. But anyway, we're releasing a new episode that will go out tomorrow night, and you guys are in for a treat. With that said, uh, we have an amazing guest that was referred to me. Uh, referred to us by another friend of the broadcast and just a friend that uh, really for the last three or four years have gotten to know each other. And uh, we're really grateful for the connection because the lady that is going to be speaking today is absolutely uh, fascinating. And she, you know, a lot of people confuse what the kingdom of heaven is and and how to access it. And frankly, A lot of people even really get caught up with, like, what's the right way to pray? What's the right way to do this and do that? And for religious people, um, and even people that seek Christ, this is something that I think we can all admit that we struggle with, because how do you pray? What's the right way? What's the secret hack? My opinion is just to pour your heart out, because everything, I think, goes back to our heart, but we're going to find out what our guest Lucia says. So with that said, uh, we will be right back after this message and we'll bring our guest on. i watched that video the entrance video intro video uh that my wife made and every time it hits me a little bit different because it reminds me of just where and how far god has taken me and look um and and we're I'm getting ready to introduce my guest but i feel led to say this um god can heal you god wants to heal you and you know, and he can and he will, if you're willing. And what I've learned is everything that I'm willing to surrender to him, he'll use for my good. So a lot of us, um, especially the people that watch this program, um, struggle with real stuff, real, real, real heavy stuff. And some of you have given your life to the Lord already and you still struggle with depression, with anxiety, with addiction and the fact is this the healing the healing process can be very very long yes i've heard stories of god setting people free immediately and that's great but in my case it's been a long it's been a long journey but at the same time there's been healing all along the way But it all goes back to anything I'm willing to surrender to him and everything I'm willing to give him, he will use. And that could be anything. It could be addiction. It could be mental illness, whatever. In my case, having multiple personalities. And while I'm not ready to say that I'm 100% out of the woods yet, I am happy to say for the first time probably in my life, I've gone for two months without switching to a different altar and all praise, uh, go, is, is, all praise goes to the Lord. Um, I don't know how it's possible. And I mean, I'm learning things about myself that frankly blow my mind. Um, I'm learning, well, one that I, I, my coping skills are not of a typical 42 year old. I'm about high school level now, I think. But the fact is that because he's healed me and I'm not, I'm not switching I'm getting to sit with emotion that I've never felt before. Sometimes it's good emotion. Sometimes it's, it's stuff I'd rather get rid of. But it's, it's new. A lot of it's new for me. And I know this sounds such a strange thing for a grown man to talk about, but the fact is that I've been a grown man with a little boy inside for a long time. And um, I, I, I really feel like the Lord has gotten me to a place Of true healing and so I'm I'm sharing this with you because look something could happen uh, maybe a switch could happen but I don't think so I think it's gone and um, and I'm learning uh, and with that it really helps me understand what my identity in Christ is and who I am and it's a very powerful thing why am I telling you this I'm telling you this because it's available for you and I'm talking to believers and unbelievers alike. God wants to and can heal you. And it's worth whatever road you're led down to go. It's worth it. It's the scariest thing I've ever done. But it's also been the very thing that's brought me the most joy. So I would encourage you today um, to whatever it is that's holding you back. Whatever it is that you're still fighting with and wrestling with, surrender it. And another thing, if you think that you're not struggling with something, I would like you to ask yourself honestly, am I walking with the fruits of the Spirit? If you don't know what that is, I encourage you to to look at it. What comes out of your mouth is a reflection of what's in your your thoughts and your heart. And for my own self, I realized um, where some of the things that have come out of my mouth recently, and even though they're all true, they can be looked at as negative. And you know, because I want people to see the truth. And there is a really scary, ugly truth out there there is like the reality of what this world is and what's really going on is 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 horri- horrifying but there's also a lot of beauty too and the most beautiful thing I can think of even outside of God's promises is God's presence and when you're experiencing God's presence everything Comes available for you, including the Kingdom of Heaven. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Lucia Herger. How are you?
1: That's a good question, Joshua. First of all, I'm so thrilled by your beautiful sharing of your story and all my little lights inside are switched on and it's complete synchronicity with what I was thinking about you speaking about your own person and the struggle with the multi personalities and the emotions and the surrender. I mean, I just want to say right off the bat, if it were not for you and your heart-led show, I would have no business being here today because I had not a very easy Valentine. I hardly slept and I cried my eyeballs out till 10 o'clock and then I had to recompose myself. This is my God honest truth. And why am I sharing this? Because I feel that you have been so beautifully sharing your vulnerability, which we all have. And I am here, another human being supporting or highlighting the point you just made that Even though I have my heart wide open for the kingdom of heaven, and my message is actually heaven on earth, which are two terms that are very much the same. But in my language, heaven on earth is more typical. It's actually my vision. And that vision, of course, leads us to the kingdom of heaven in more traditional terms it's the same in my heart but what I wanted to say I'm starting right off with my vulnerability as I shared a little bit because the kingdom of heaven or heaven on earth is what's omnipresent it's omnipresently available despite all our human frailties challenges and I'm so thankful also for your title of the show if I get it right um grace unfiltered no
0: no 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 oh, uh, no this is just my it's this is just my name grace oh, unfiltered I is do. a ministry that we created to give the pulpit back to the people this is part of our church redefined mission this is um this is just me this is just my name joshua t Berglund. i didn't give it a show name there's a very specific reason why
1: okay, uh, I, okay. we
0: won't go into that today
1: all right now, where does it come in? What I saw, unfiltered grace. I love that. that oh, th-
0: that's the ministry that we were talking about. Where uh, it's it's a different show. We created one for okay. men and one for women. Uh, gratitude okay. unfiltered for men and grace unfiltered for women. Okay. And um, yeah, that's that's what that is. It's it's basically okay. like I was saying. Our mission to uh, our it's part of our 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 campaign of church redefined and i like
1: that church redefined it's fantastic
0: yeah we we really want to look there's a lot of great churches and ministries out there but we are our calling is to be for the people that have been hurt by the church rejected by the church not felt safe or not felt welcome maybe they're not perfect enough yet maybe they don't fit into that box yet maybe they're Struggling with stuff. Maybe they know what it's like to they really truly know what hell is and they've they've worked their way out of it Or they've you know the, the, the Lord has delivered them from it, but they are still battling real demons That's what that programs for and also it's to to show that you don't need to be a preacher To speak of your love of God and to share what God has done for you and there's a lot of people in the church that want their voices heard and Absolutely. can't get them heard. I'm, I'm one of those people. So we right. created a platform so that can happen.
1: Oh, that's perfect. Thanks for, uh, we're still getting to know each other, obviously, and I really appreciate what you just said so I can learn how you operate and your many levels of sharing yourself. And you know what? I just would like to go back to your own person real quick, what I thought was very fascinating about the multiple personality that you obviously uh, shared, vulnerably, you struggled with. Let me highlight the beautiful thing about that, my thoughts intuitively coming to me right now, Okay. As much as it must or has been a struggle for you, admittedly i can imagine that's really not hard to uh, easy to navigate it also all our struggles always have on the other side of the coin a wonderful blessing and the blessing that i see in that is it's your challenges in experiencing that confusion being pulled from one personality to to, to the other and accommodating and understanding all these voices it's like you have your own little humanity inside of you that is very colorful and very different in character and cool. my work in heaven on earth is promoting a benign stance towards all the different characters we meet every day and you had the challenge or opportunity to meet and greet all those different characters within yourself and still end up loving yourself because here you are you have no other choice we love with our frailties. We, we, we live with our frailties. We live with our um, illnesses that may come out from nowhere. And speaking of that, here you're looking at a person, Lucia or Lucia, however you prefer. I had Lyme disease in 2017, a disease that the Western medicine field typically says it cannot be cured. And by God's graces, I can go into that some other day if you wish. I am now moving again because in 2017, December 20th, I had my lowest point. Here I'm a moving person. I wrote this book, which I'm sure Joshua will share a little more with you. It's called God in a Backpack. And I'm not very good at camera yet. There you go. God you in it. a backpack. Meaning, it's not just a title, I'm actually a backpacker. I've done thousands of miles throughout the world, especially in America and all over the planet. So I'm a moving type person. And then you're also talking to a dancer. That's my hobbies, right? I'm an Argentine tango dancer. I love it, it's all about movement. And I'm a little, my nature, my natural through me is an energizer bunny. Now can you imagine the same person living the same body was pitted against this challenge of Lyme disease. And I mentioned that leaning on to your intro, you know, because when I speak about heaven on earth, that doesn't mean that life is always rosy and shiny and easy for me. No, I'm a human like everybody else. But it does not take the truth, the God-given truth and the paradise available at every second through God's divine presence now in the midst of this chaos away. So imagine heaven on earth or kingdom of heaven or God-like love, be it religiously understood or celebrated or spiritually celebrated or not at all spiritually nor religiously celebrated simply as an atheist, that they have the same right on this planet like everybody else and they're loved by God equally. So it doesn't depend on our faction or where we celebrate together the love of God.
0: So are you suggesting that you do not need to accept Jesus as your savior to have experienced heaven on earth?
1: That's a very wonderful and very valid and also important question. Thank you for bringing that up. To answer briefly, I happen to be a wonderful, I mean, I am blessed by Jesus Christ every day. I've had himself And that's very intimate, and I'm just throwing this out because I trust you, Joshua, and I trust the people you attract. So here I am. I'm going real (laughs) in. In 2001, sir, I've heard the voice of God, and I say that humbly and with a lot of reverence. I've heard the voice of God for the first and only time, till now, and it was this line. And it was jesus speaking through me audibly very clearly in my head without preparation without having meditated i was just in bed in my room boom here is this voice and it said i am the waters of life mind you it said it in english because at the time like now (laughs) i was living in the usa since 1998 i'm here an american citizen hello Even though I'm a dual citizen, hello for all the Swiss folks. I'm from Switzerland, Zurich, right? But I heard that line in English in my head, just like you and I speak. So it's not made up. It was not a hallucination, a clear voice and very calm and very clear. And why do I know it was Jesus Christ? I can't tell you, but I know it was him Mm -hmm. because these things you just know. When God speaks to you, you know it and you know who it is. And I say this humbly. I'm not more special than anybody else. It's just been my real experience and a wonderful comfy blanket, of course. So, and my friends with him, heck yes. I mean, when I go through tribulations, I visualize myself like a little child holding his hand and say, you know what, I need your hand today. Just like this morning or last night or when I, you know, his hand of Jesus Christ is always available like your best friend. So to question Jesus Christ, that'd be the last person to question him. He's my hero. He's my friend. He's my mentor. He's my teacher. Uh, What I typically speak more often about, even though I had this personal experience with Jesus Christ, is the Holy Spirit. Why? It's because it's just the way I'm wired. The Holy Spirit, in fact, has um, so guided me in life and bailed me out numerous times that this is, first of all, the symbol of Hold on, I'm still learning to work the camera. more that way. There you go. There you go. This is my heaven-on-earth logo, okay? That is the Y standing for you, Joshua, for any listener, for me, anybody. I suggest you take this logo, <laughs> make it real big, and then plaster it on your wall, life-size. <laughs> to then walk into that why saying yes to yourself yes to life because up here this is god up here this is your heaven everybody's heaven and down here is our earth see that straight line and this straight line means equality be it religious be it atheists be it spiritual be it jack henry heidi it doesn't matter so meaning the line on earth that was given to us the holy ground to stand upon is god mother divine the nourisher the nurturer the mother that birthed us through god father divine in heaven she is the manifested representation of the divine Here underneath our feet, so humble she is in her greatness, nourishing us, allowing us to trample on her, and I suggest tread lightly, tread kindly, tread with love and reverence. That's how we should, and I invite you all to please treat Mother Earth as precious as she is because she's humbly underneath our feet. And back to the logo, see that O for on? uh and that has a heart she has heart and because she has heart we are we are suckling at her breast every day she maintains us with her beautiful nature the birds in the sky she she's our entertainer she's the best tv screen but live right life beauty uh, elegance uh, tenderness that's all available omnipresent now back to the availability, just for your encouragement, dear, dear friends and people, strangers and all. I'm talking to your hearts. I'm talking to your humanity, to your being, just like Joshua, his lovely wife, myself. We're all in this together. We have a heart. We have a body. We have struggles, like he shared. We have weaknesses. We have frailties. However, come but, <laughs> I think however is always more a better transition you know despite our human frailties illnesses hiccups trip ups trials and tribulations tribulations the good news today that i'm here to share with you all because we have covid we have everybody has death in the family a, a wonderful kid dying you know you can add to the trauma on and on and on that's life for us all That's what makes us humans. Now, I'm here today to share with you lovely people that you too, just like I and Joshua, we can make friends with ourselves despite all these things happening. And in rough language, I call it when the shit hits the fan, excuse (laughs) me. All of us, then what do we do? Are we then less loved? less appreciated, less worthy? Absolutely not. In the midst of our most awful struggles, we have available, that's why the why. heaven is pouring the grace and mercy down on us, right into our crown. And when you open the arms wide for help, guess where it ends up? It ends up in the wonderful funnel called your heart, center station. That's where your God lives, here on earth. That's why heaven is on earth, because this connection is available 24-7 just for you. You don't have to wait online at the crisis line or suicide line. Or if you pick up your best friend's, if you want to call your best friend's phone, and that phone at that moment is busy and you are just about ready to kill yourself, don't. <laughs> Please don't, because you are so special. Why? Because you're breathing, because you have a heart and you have a mission. And don't ever think you are not worthy of fulfilling that mission. It can be the mission to just be kind or smile or pet a dog or, you know, have a neighbor ask for butter when you open the door. It doesn't matter how simple your mission is. It means your mission, your purpose, and I write about us, looking for purposes all the time. I write in part three, a portion of part three is dedicated to this ancient human, you know, uh, question, what the heck is my purpose? And I write, dear friends, I'm putting it out there for you to rest, for the ones who have not found this specific purpose, like for example, Joshua, his purpose now is fulfilling itself through the show, he, he found a niche and he has many different shows I hear, you know, so that's his, he's <laughs> living out his purpose that way. You have a different one because guess what? We're all puzzle pieces, very important puzzle pieces in this wonderful orchestra that God put together as make, making every human being uniquely amazing. So do not discount your being a very, very important puzzle piece. Because for heaven on earth to actually be fulfilled in its totality, it needs you, it needs me, it needs Joshua, his wife, it needs everybody. And this is the whole movement that we're in, in my language and my knowledge, we're in this heaven on earth movement, piecing together these puzzle pieces into the grand, see that painting behind? This is a one, an original painting. It sort of is an illustration of heaven on earth, you know, beautiful. And you can, I can be on the couch on the other side of my living room and sort of have my soul go to nature if I'm not in the park.
0: I I need to stop you really quick though. Please. Because I, there's a lot of people that are watching right now that are completely aligned with everything you're saying. Okay. There's gonna be people that are there's people listening and watching right now that are like, what the heck is she talking about? Okay. And then there's another group of people that are watching that are saying, answer Joshua's question. So Repeat, I'm gonna speak to that because the I'm one so thing sorry. you you no, it's okay. You skirted over it a little bit. Yes, and, I did. yeah, and it's okay, but I want you to answer the question. Okay, because that is something that that is controversial because there's people that are about Christ consciousness. There's yes. people that are Muslim that believe in uh, you yeah. could bring heaven on earth, but they don't accept Jesus. So I there's agree. a lot of different beliefs there.
1: But Absolutely. I want I agree. from your
0: perspective, so people will know where they sit with you.
1: Absolutely.
0: Answer, so, will you answer the question I asked about so Jesus? Please
1: before? repeat exactly and then I speak Directly to it and people and Joshua, forgive me for my detours.
0: No, 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 it's okay. I I, listen, no, it's it's a very important
1: question for the peace on earth. I agree.
0: Yeah, so do you believe to bring heaven to earth or to access the kingdom of heaven, whichever way you want to describe it? Do you believe that you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior to do so?
1: (sighs) Let me think about that see for me I would say yes I definitely don't say no why because we're plain old stupid not to accept his grace it's like saying no to a friend that wants to drop off a wonderful bounty on Thanksgiving coming (laughs) with a basket saying and then am I opening the door and say no I don't want your gifts today so (laughs) this is my unfiltered answer don't so basically Why would anybody say no to the greatest friend of humanity out there if he just wants to cuddle you, love you, gift you, heal you? I mean, 2,000 years ago, he did that for people who were alive then, and we are alive now, but guess what? He's alive right now through the Holy Spirit floating around in all of you, inside, around us. So it's plain old stupid and unwise and also hurtful. To discount his gifts, So I can use every friend that comes knocking at my door. Because human friends, you know how to come and go. But Jesus Christ will not go. He came, was born, is alive now. Because if he weren't, he wouldn't have talked through my head. So to all of you who are on the fence about Jesus Christ, yes or no, please say yes because nothing bad will happen. See, when we say yes to a human friend, we don't have the same guarantee. So this, so does he have the power to save us? Absolutely, he saves humanity's butt. He's the first one who wants to, if you lend your butt to help you. So, you know, this one, this one, that why is not only representing every human, but it also represents a yes. So please today, if you haven't yet done yesterday or through your religion or if the church hasn't invited you yet to say yes to Jesus, please do. Because you're doing yourself the most amazing favor that you could possibly do. You say oh. yes to coffee, yes to, yes to a meal, yes to an invitation. Don't forget to say yes first to Jesus because he's your, he has your back.
0: Uh, I,
1: back. So uh, that's my non-religious, non-traditional uh, answer because I would never, never s- tell people don't say yes to Jesus because he may hurt you. He does not hurt you. He helps you. So is that answering the question?
0: Yes, thank you. It does, and I and I appreciate you answering that because listen, I've I think we all we have to figure this out on our own. I don't believe it's something that. Me telling you to accept Jesus is not going to do anything for you. It is a personal decision. And more importantly, it's a personal journey. And, and that's why it's like, okay, this is my walk with the Lord. You stay out of it. Let God speak to me. And let God speak to you. Stay out of it. That said, the reason why I ask this question is because I do, in my belief, and listen, I've, most of the people that watch this show are from all walks of faith and I'm grateful for that That's and for me I tried other religions I tried other ways to access God but the only way I've experienced heaven on earth and the only way I've ever experienced the Holy Spirit was after I surrendered verbally with my mouth that my life was no longer my own it was the Lord's and I asked Jesus to take my life because it was his after that my whole life changed I mean. I, it, and, it, and it was the most supernatural experience of my life. And I, so that part's important to me. However, mm-hmm. I have other friends that will sit there and tell you, I access the kingdom of heaven all the time and Jesus has nothing to do with it. Or they'll say, well, I'm all about the Christ consciousness. And that's a whole other conversation that I'm not educated to speak. All I can tell you is this, that I ask for the mind of Christ every single day when I'm praying and because i would rather think like jesus than i than than the way i think because the way i think gets me in trouble so i want the mind of christ so anyway thank you for clarifying that um please continue with what you were saying but that part was important to me
1: oh it's beautiful
0: i want to clear it up for the audience
1: you know um i really am appreciative of that because i can hear um just for the fact alone that you are more religiously uh, bent and I'm more, I would say, these days spiritually bent is a testimony to you, including me in the show and having space for me, because factions are never ending. And I am i commend you on unifying factions in your efforts of, you know, just speaking to me, a stranger.
0: I am the world's and, leader.
1: Okay. Pardon so- me?
0: I said, I am the world's mayor. That is what There I
1: you do. go. <laughs> that we're so friends because my vision, heaven on earth, is including everybody. In fact, I spend a lot of time closing gaps with Muslim. On, on Facebook, I spend time and make friends with Muslim people because I, they're so hurt by feeling left out. Some of them are so uh, tender. And I am about, look, heaven on earth is about ending our wars, mm. ending our factions, ending our separations, because I know that's God's will. It's Jesus Christ's will. And speaking back to, to understand, you know, the little difference to close a gap here, to endeavor closing, I'm all about closing gaps like snow that falls from the sky, closes <laughs> all the gaps, and and is like the love blanket that gives us a chance to feel pure again and innocent. And it makes all the sharp edges of life you know, round and soft. There you have the soft love blanket of forgiveness demonstrated by Mother Earth beautifully as, it's okay, children. It's not, you know, your rough edges are not seen with this blanket, forgive yourself. So anyhow, and all the gaps are filled in by the snow. Equally, God is all about omnipresence, oneness, unity. Joshua is working in that camp towards a unified human humanity, me too. So in that sense, nobody is left out of my heaven on earth concept. Every person is a heaven on earth citizen unconsciously or consciously. That's the development that can happen with this book as not the only book. Speaking of books, this does not replace the Bible. This does not replace any other holy book. This does not replace any other spiritual book because no book can replace another. It's just... One language is preferred by one reader and reaches a certain slice of society better than another. So because I revere the truth, the only books I wouldn't recommend reading if it's violent or uh, not speaking lovingly or not uplifting one or speaking against somebody or something, that's a waste of time. But when it's a book about truths that unifies, that lifts, that encourages, and doesn't have exclusive clubs that it pleases and is excluding others, that I don't approve of. I am very much about inclusiveness and oneness.
0: Yeah, but and I rebuke your religious claim. By the way, I'm the furthest thing from religious.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'm not.
0: Listen, I don't okay. even call myself a Sorry. Christian. Yeah. No, no, no. It's okay. I don't call myself a Christian. I Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Okay. Absolutely. Um, but I'm not religious. In fact, if anything, I'm trying to tear down church walls, respectfully, of course, um, to make room for the misfits and the outcasts because, you know, they, that's kind of what the Grace Unfiltered is about. We are yes. anti religion. We're yes. anti religion. Oh, really? oh, gosh. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Because religion, God. As far as I'm concerned, I see it pretty clearly that Jesus was not a fan of religion, um, and, and neither is God. Like That's a man-made debacle that was meant to control and suppress the Holy Spirit. You, you cannot be religious and enjoy the fruits of the Spirit, as far as I'm concerned, because you're focused on rules and what's right and wrong, as opposed to just living freely, letting the Spirit guide you, in flowing through that, flowing in that, and being that. You cannot take risk to pursue your destiny without the Holy Spirit.
1: That, oh, without being you.
0: obedient to the Spirit's call, I don't believe that you can truly tap into your destiny and all that God has for you. But you can't be, do that if you're religious.
1: So. I love our discussion. May I there? Um, to agree to one portion of what you said and amicably and respectfully disagree just (laughs) slightly to one statement. That's okay. You You know, I wanna be real with you and I love what you say and my heart knows and says a big yes to all of what you said. I just now would like to invite you briefly to bear with me when I introduce a concept where I say, and that's how I'm wired, that doesn't take at all away from the truth you just said. It's all about vocabulary and us finding, listening with the heart, because Mm -hmm. my heart says all yes to you. You're very wonderful and very real in this God business and life. So a big yes to all the Holy Spirit (laughs) and flowing. and, And also a big yes to not accepting church walls to be our Uh, limitations or the religious traditional limitations that humans made that I disagree with. But let me tell you to just honor religious folks in my life or in the world in general, because we all need to learn how to make friends with everybody. (laughs) So I have, I grew up Roman Catholic. So my spiritual hero in my family is my dear auntie. And I have several aunties. My godmother is, religious, she's just passed, and then I have another golden uh, auntie, she is amazingly, she particularly loves Mary, <laughs> the mother of Jesus, but l- loves Jesus too, and then I have my, my just closest spiritual hero in auntie form, she is uh, also growing out of this Roman Catholic religion, and she prays with the Bible, and she prays and prays, and I'm lying there on the couch, and she still prays, and she's calling the angels down to her, so that much said, I just want to say, I, Lucia Herger, I'm not anti-anything except anti-crime, anti-violence, anti-all the negativities that hurt life <laughs> and dishonor. But anti-religion, anti-spiritual, anti-atheism, no, I am not anti, okay? So that's a stand I take, not against you, darling, just to speak the truth from my mouth and to be unifying religion and um, spirituality in respect now that much said i 've been in spiritual uh, camps where spirituality was the title, but the activity going on just like in some churches was not very loving, so we all make mistakes, and absolutely, I am all for religious folks and churches to loosen when it loosen up a little bit or a lot in the sense of here's the wall, and then everybody else is wrong. No, that I don't approve or stand for or support at all. But in honor of religion, for example, I and I struggled and, and, and worked through with all my heart and compassion and empathy with a friend who used to be a subletter of my neighbor's girl. My neighbor was a girlfriend. She moved away. Anyhow, we met. And he is my greatest cheerleader of heaven on earth, being a religious, a wonderfully religious person. He loves Jesus and he speaks more in the religious tongue and he loves the Bible. And I would do him a great favor today, or my aunties, or my mom, you know. So my claim would not be forget it, religion, they don't ever have a real connection with God. No, 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 let's not shoot to a conclusion, because because I know that religious people who are sincere in the heart and have a very pure heart and pure intentions, just like God gave us that option, that will. We can choose to accept that innocence in the heart, that purity that he gave us. And that place should at best stay completely non-judgmental and thinking. I got the answers and others don't. I got the better church, the better religion, the better faith than them. No, I disagree. I say, symbolically speaking, here is the sun, that's God, and you, Joshua, and everybody else, and I, your wife, and all the listeners, and everybody on earth is a sun ray. And that sun ray cannot be exchanged. It's like that puzzle piece. You cannot be my puzzle piece. cannot be your puzzle piece we have our puzzle piece to fill out and get confident, and fully be ourselves honoring what god gave us in this body mind soul and fill it out self-responsibly meaning fulfill your greatest potential that's your only task not telling the neighbor that he didn't do it well enough or he believes in something wrong
0: but that's religion i'm not i'm not That's that's religion
1: Religion yeah, I know what you mean.
0: And it's rooted in corruption. I agree. Like there's nothing pure about religion. So if something, just like you're born when you're a baby, you're born into sin because of generational uh, generational sin, and that's passed down. In the same manner, religion in its roots, when it was birthed, it was rooted in basically junk. It wasn't pure. There was no pure intentions of religion. Because in God's word, you reference the Bible, it speaks out against religion. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying because you're playing under man-made rules, therefore there is no purity in man-made rules because man is flawed, Man, man is imperfect. So that is why I'm saying what I'm saying. So we may be talking two different languages here and that's okay, but in essence, what religion is, the concept of religion and everything about it. Yeah, it sounds good in the idea phase, but the fact is it's rooted in corruption. It's rooted in its, it's flawed origins. It's not pure at all. The very first religion was, is, is as impure as it gets, impure. So that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. But I, I also, you. because we, you, your counter to what I was saying was not really talking about the same thing that said, I want to make sure so that my audience is clear that of course. What, I, what I'm actually saying, because I, I don't like my words. If my words get confused, and that happens mm-hmm. a lot, I want to make sure that I'm clear. Because if, if I'm going to live and die by something, it's my truth yes. and, and what I believe. And so if I'm going to get criticized for something, which I'm now opening myself to be criticized, I want it to be clear what I'm actually saying so that when you send me your hate mail, which I get a oh, lot I of hate mail, um, I want to be clear what I actually said so that when you're addressing me and calling me names, you can you know make sure to quote me correctly. Not you, ma'am, the audience. Okay, thank I, you. Brad. I get
1: you, and you know <laughs> I'm so glad we're having this discussion because I think it's helpful for the whole world to see how we, uh, let's say, debate or discuss discuss that topic because it's a very important topic It is. And may I just go back a little bit yeah that what I love about the word religion because I'm a linguist I love words and I study them and the meaning it's actually a very innocent term it in itself it's re which means again legion ligio means connection re and standing for reconnection So the innocent side of that term, religion, is very pure. Now, where we as humans make uh, gross mistakes often is in the application of something divine and then uh, drag it through the dirt of politics, of greed, of an agenda, and that makes it corrupt in its application. So it's not the fault of the word religion that can be as pure as everybody else, so what I'm saying, the reason I said what I said, Joshua, is more than in defense and honoring people who are sincerely religious without agenda, such as, for example, my aunt is right. There is not no bad bad bone in them, and just because a lot of religion in it as, a, as an institution has committed such crimes which is a crying shame and did god a complete disfavor favor in handling divine things doesn't mean that there are not a lot of good willing and well-meaning and very innocent pure souls out there they call themselves religions religious because they are born into a faith let's say and then they do their very best and what i say in favor of those people in honor of those people the only thing in my mind, no matter what title we have, culture, name of our church, when we have a sincere, pure heart, we access heaven despite all the names.
0: I agree with that. That's the
1: only thing I want to say, not discounting the sheer crime, misleading corruption that the church, churches or religions have been responsible for, of course.
0: But how do you get okay. a pure heart? Let me ask you that. So in your, in okay, your I have in your a opinion. chapter.
1: <laughs> chapter. Like, about,
0: we have we have about 10 minutes to so talk about.
1: Yes, sir. In this wonderful little book, not because I wrote it, because the message it holds, chapter three called Truth. I give little recipes, how to how to make yourself truthful, etc. And what is the truth? How can it be measured, right? So imagine truth to be like your broom you clean your heart out you make it pure you open it you throw out all the junk just like you dust your shelves so you dust your emotions you dust your intentions you dust your lies you let them go you talk to you go into this why and say I surrender all my wrongdoing maybe I'm not even aware of some of my wrongdoing wipe that dust away clean I like you surrender Joshua you say I, I have such a laundry list of mistakes I made, I can't <laughs> them all, so please take this whole laundry, the dirty laundry, take that mm-hmm. basket and bring it to the wash. That's truth, meaning you take yourself to the laundromat of your soul, mm. you stuff your whole being in there and it, it tumbles you around and Jesus, or Godfather directly, speaking of bridge, do we need a bridge? Do we need Jesus to interpret every prayer and then he goes to the Father for us? You have choices here, darlings. You have choices. It's, Trinity. it's called Trinity and Oneness for a reason. It's like some people prefer to talk to Jesus Christ and he's a great mediator. He, of course, will carry your words to the Father directly if you ask him to, absolutely. Plus, he doesn't even have to carry it. It's like that God that we sometimes say is represented by Jesus or by God Father or the Holy Spirit. And I include God Mother Divine here because I'm a woman. You know, the she is in that whole divinity very much present. So she is the Mother Earth on my logo, the triangle. Mother Earth, that's Mother Divine with equal equal sacredness. She is um, the divinity manifested in form, right? Whereas Godfather in heaven is the invisible Godhood. Godmother is tangible. She's our ground of being, but she is connected with that triangle. So here is invisible Godhood. Then comes creation. And here is manifested Godhood. See the connection, the line doesn't just break somewhere. It's connected. We're all connected here on Earth, we're connected. How can we connect to God? We are just, we are these people, the why, right? (laughs) Peace. Uh, We're doing the why. All we can do is connect either vertically with God Father, or we can, on on that line, direct line, is also available and listening forever open to us, Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit fills this whole triangle. So if we prefer to talk to the Holy Spirit, hello, here I am. The Holy Spirit fills out the whole triangle. I mean, it's right here. It's everywhere. Feel it? Well, you may not feel it, but it's actually in your nostrils. It's your breath. So back to your uh, question, truth. How do we have a pure heart, innocent heart? You take the broom, you take the mop, and you get busy cleaning your heart. You can do this. It's what it takes is just willingness. And you get assistance if you don't know, did I get every speck of dust out of my heart? Just ask your heart, are you clean? Yes. Ask and if you don't know. You don't have to rely on your human human capacity, which are sometimes extremely limited, especially under stress. So then say, God, look, you're my laundromat today. Please be you, my, because you have the best interest in mind for me. So you do the cleaning way better. You know where I have left some dirt that I've forgotten the shelf back there, speaking of your heart. So this people, this heart, dear people, is I shared that last time we talked, Joshua, with you. This is your little church right here, see? these, This these, this is the steep, if you want the steeple, <coughs> church steeple, here it is, and then you can also fold your hands and make a little roof, and then you put it right there comfortably in your heart space. It's a very comfortable position for praying, because it symbolizes unity. You go home, you pray in the evening, say thank you. And you keep that roof over your heart to protect it from all the bad influences, and just, I recommend to all people, and it's particularly written in very concise two-page chapter, truth. How to be truthful, ask your heart. Who can, uh, you know, keep it basically to hear the voice of God that who wants to direct you, whether you speak to Jesus Christ, God the Father, God Mother, the Holy Spirit, what Allah, whatever name you want to call that God or Christ consciousness, it doesn't matter the language or term, it matters the attitude of openness. You can say, Please clean me out, make and you surrender, like Joshua, his surrender to Jesus Christ gave him life back. Well, I want to invite you all, lovely, lovely people, surrender yourself to whatever you call your God to be, innocently, purely, from your pure wonderful heart that's your instrument that's your temple that's your kingdom of heaven in order to access the voice and the sermons that god tell gives you in your heart your your responsibility number one is keep your temple clean offer yourself up and hire a cleaning team if you can't do it yourself and that's all the angels available for you i know you're closing in about three minutes i want to give you a chance to honor your time frame I could go on and on, but Rasha, it's been such a pleasure and I love you very much because your your intentions are completely pure. I can understand your being from soul to soul. There's not a mean bone in you and your your willingness to serve through your show and helping others answer their questions about God and life is just absolutely adorable. I'm very touched. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank you. And um, I'm grateful for your your time and your message. And here's the thing. So much of what you said, I agree with. And there's other things that I'm actually more curious about that I don't have a solid answer myself. And the reason why I frame the questions the way that I do is because, I one, I know my audience. Um, I love your two, I, I, I do genuinely. I mean, I have to say this.
1: I know your channel. I
0: learn more. I learned more about prayer from a Muslim woman that I, I lived with when I, after being homeless, she took me in.
1: I believe and you. I
0: learned more about prayer from her. Some of my closest friends are Muslim and I love them. I, I,
1: That's and, wonderful. And
0: I, I refuse, and this is going to make Christians mad, but I but, refuse to <laughs> believe that my Muslim brothers and sisters who, Serve the Lord with their whole heart, and they Absolutely. and they give, and they're generous, and they and they serve. I I can't even wrap my head around the fact that they would go to hell. So I just yeah. don't even think about it, and I don't yeah. get into that discussion. I know what the Bible says. I know all that stuff, but I also know that women aren't allowed to speak in church, and I think that that's bullcrap. So
1: yeah, I agree.
0: <laughs> I don't get caught up in this, and that's why I'm saying. And I will always say on this program or anywhere that I speak that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And it is a personal relationship with the Lord. Yes, yes I share my heart with people. Yes, I share how I transform my life or how God transformed my life. But I also am, don't really... I'm going to love you if you're transgendered. I'm going to love you if you're Buddhist. I'm going to love you if you're atheist. Absolutely. I'm going to love you no matter what. So exactly. I don't really... I'm not trying to convert people. However, mm-hmm. if, if what my story and how my life changed impacts your life and you want to know how, you know what, I'll pray with you and help you get there. That's but awesome. I'm not trying to judge anybody because they believe differently than me. And yes, Absolutely. I know more religious people than not. I just try to avoid that box. I totally
1: get you. I know where you're coming from. I've struggled through all of those factions <laughs> and separations myself, and that's why I wrote this book, which is very inclusive, and it honors everybody who has a heart and a body because God made us, nobody else.
0: Amen to that. Lucia, God bless you. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, look forward to talking to you again
1: uh it'll be a pleasure we can go on and on because heaven on earth is infinite and here to love you i love you all audience and thank you for your honor and time and just keep loving joshua and his lovely studio (laughs) thank you to sammy miller who connected yeah thank you you know and i honor just uh, our network because omnipresence is networked everybody is connected and uh very precious
0: and and very important i am in thank you lucy everybody thank you guys so much for being here i i love hearing different perspectives and i want to make it clear anytime you hear me question somebody anytime you hear me kind of like yeah clarify that i'm not being a butt i'm curious and i want if i especially if i'm led to ask a question i want the answer but also like, I really want to understand why people believe the way that they do, not only for my sake, because I don't mind my faith being challenged at all. In fact, what makes my faith so strong is that it's challenged every day. It's, it's like working out, right? It's a muscle. Faith is a muscle. My faith, it gets tested every day. But, you know, for me, I've got the answer, right? But for you, out there so many of you are seeking and i'm not going to ever tell you what to believe or what to think i'll try to lead you to truth but ultimately you can only convert yourself and let me tell you even if i tricked you or Lucia, she tricked you and made you like accept a religion the fact is that, or or not even a religion like to say okay well, i'm going to i'm going to get saved today right let's just use this as an example but raise my hand i'm going to get saved the fact is this, that's even that's not even the start of the work. Like, yeah, that's great. You go, okay, Jesus, I, my life is no longer my own. Take my life, it's yours. Um, yeah, 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 you died on the cross. Yeah, you're my savior. Okay, that's all cute. It's cute. And I know in church that that's what happens. But the fact is this, I've done it about 16 times, and only one time did it stick. And guess what? It wasn't in church. It was in jail. And my prayer was a lot different then. Because I knew that I needed Jesus. I knew that I needed to be forgiven. I knew that I needed to forgive other people. And that changed everything for me. That decision did. But but even with that decision, if I wasn't committed to the relationship side of it, I had nothing. It's more about the relationship with God than it is anything else. Well, relationship, and then that relationship really encourages your obedience because obedience is key. And I mean, I can go into this all day, but it's a daily relationship. What happens? Your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, what happens? Or even your kids. What happens to your relationship with your kids when you don't pay attention to them? What happens? What happens to your spouse when you only check in once a week, the night that you're gonna to try to have sex or the night that, you know, like your, your date night, but you don't pay attention all week until date night. How good is that date? And like another thing too, even like for married people, like men, <laughs> I wanna to talk to men and this is gonna make some people uncomfortable but this is why I'm not a pastor, because I can talk about stuff like this. Men cheat. Why do men cheat? Because they're pigs? Maybe. But I think that a lot of men cheat because they're not willing to be honest. And they're not willing to be very, very honest. And that happens from the very beginning of the relationship. They hide what they desire. They hide what they want. And then... What happens, they get in this situation with their partner, their, 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 their wife, and they're not willing, they're, they're not honest there. But then, when they want certain things, they desire certain things. Wow, this is inappropriate, I think, but I feel like I have to say this. Anyway, but because we're not honest, but that that's one problem. But then another problem, then, when we come home and we finally decide, like, okay, I'm ready to get it in. I think you can say that. (laughs) But I'm ready. I'm ready to, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, have sex with my wife today. And you go up to her, you've ignored her all week and you slap her on the butt and you're like, all right, let's just do it. Right? How well do you think it's going to go? Seriously. You neglected all week now you're coming to take what you want how well do you think that's going to work out it's not going to work out very well but i mean look marriage is beyond sex it's more important than that but one of the things that people always talk about in marriage is ah my wife shouldn't put out anymore i wonder why my wife won't do this for me i wonder why if you neglect your woman all week long. And you try to pay attention when you want something; it's not going to go well. My wife likes to say she'll come up to me if I feel like I've been too, if I've been way focused on work or, you know, anything else. She'll come by and she'll go. I know exactly what it means. She means I need attention, and it's the most loving way of, exp- of saying it. And I'm grateful for that because for me, that's a trigger to go shoot, I'm working too much. I need to pay attention. I need to be present. I need to be around the family. And here's what happens when you don't neglect your wife. You have a happy life. I'll leave it at that. You have a happy life in women. Men, you know, they have they have their needs also and they have their things and you know, I listen, I'm not an expert on teaching women how to be with men because i only know what it's like to be the wrong kind of guy in a relationship and i'm learning how to be the right kind but i will tell you from my experience that the relationship and and investing in the relationship is key so now going back to god and our creator and our savior seek that relationship every day the more you seek god The the closer you get to God and not just seeking God to to get his promises, but to seek God for his presence. And and, And when you do that, you further understand your identity. And through that, you can walk more confidently. You can be more secure. You can act like a man. I wasn't a man. I'm learning how to be one right now. And I'm doing a pretty good job of it. I can get better, but I'm giving myself grace. But I know that was a weird analogy, and I kind of went off the tracks a little bit, but I just want to make it clear. There's a lot of people that are struggling, struggling relationally. But if you try to fix your relationship with your spouse, your family, your friends, and your work, you try to fix that before you are connected to God you're gonna have a failed mission. You're gonna have a failed mission. Put God first in your life and everything you do, your business, your marriage, your family life, your work, and more importantly, your purpose. And everything will work out for you. So anyway, I I went off on a tangent, forgive me, but nonetheless, thank you for being here. God bless you. Please support Lucia. Um, You can go to livemonoworldwide.org. You'll be able to find the media kit there. And as I said before, you can download our app, the Live Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network on Roku and Amazon Fire. You can also find us by downloading the E360 app on your smart TVs. Thank you for being here. God bless you. See you soon. Bye-bye.